welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly, celebrating a hundred years. No, a uh, hundred episode. <laughs> Damn, we're old a hundred years. I know, we've been around forever. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's crazy that we made it to a hundred episodes. Yeah, I mean, I... we've been consistent. We yeah. almost missed a few weeks, but we realized... Just in time to get an episode out. Yeah, that's and crazy. And we made it, right? Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, considering four years ago, we wanted to start a podcast and like we recorded one episode and it didn't even make it to the air. No, it was about <laughs> it, spring onions. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was like Asian food or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy now that we made it this far. Yeah. I'm proud of us. And in two weeks, we'll have made it to one year. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. Yeah. We should so. celebrate with a big topic and a amazing, cool topic today. Yeah, I'm, so I, I guess let me take over and ask the question. <laughs> sure. Um, since we're celebrating like the grandiose uh, existence of our podcast, uh, I want to know what happens when you give your body to science. <laughs> well, that's a, a 360 turn there. <laughs> Uh, so how, tell me, you you looked it up. Yeah, because I always just assume like that's the cheapest option, so that's what I'm leaving for the rest of my family to deal with. Yeah, I mean donating, and the reason I guess I I looked up like donating my body to science because like I came across this YouTube channel, and it's from this Institute of Human Anatomy where they're based in uh, Utah and they are like a, a medical lab slash like, you know, they train like, uh, they train like soon to be doctors and with cadavers and stuff. And it's just, I've been hooked on that channel pretty much. <laughs> Cause like I'm learning so many things from, you know, and, mm -hmm. and the idea of like, Seeing a cadaver is a little bit, you know, like uncomfortable sometimes if mm -hmm. you're not, you know, used to seeing those kind of things. And I'm, I'm starting to get okay. Like I'm starting to be fine just look watching without getting like creeped out or anything mm -hmm. like that. And in the uh, like along the way, I learned so much about how our body works. You know, mm -hmm. don't ask me how. I, I just, I don't remember. But it's just cool mm -hmm. you're fascinated by it yeah i am and yeah and the more i watch it the more i realize like donating my body to science is probably the best option and it's probably the cheapest option too as well you mm -hmm. know yeah so as, how, how much do funerals actually cost like not the funeral not the i don't want to say event <laughs> 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 I don't know how to how to best put it but not the procession like how much does actual we like the the whole process to like bury someone right yeah like uh, dealing with the body that i don't really know but i i remember looking it up a long time ago like years ago mm -hmm. and uh we're in california so we have something called forest lawn in los angeles and mm -hmm. they are everywhere and essentially yeah and uh i they took up all the good land yeah they did <laughs> We almost bought a home on the opposite, on the other side of their wall. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody dies, just toss them over the wall. Oh no. <laughs> Forest lawn is right there. 
But anyway, uh, I did look it up a long time ago, and it was upwards of like ten thousand. Like mm-hmm. I think that was like around the bare minimum, mm-hmm. and that's like you renting a lot mm-hmm. to bury. Now, I don't know if that fee comes with like the cremation and then the caskets and everything. I don't think so. I think that mm-hmm. is just like the whole the rental of the lot, and after a certain amount of years, you like you're constantly paying rent to rent that spot. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all I know. Mm-hmm. I know at least in Europe. Uh, families would buy a lot, plot, a lot yeah. um, and then you you keep adding. You just pile, yeah. Mm-hmm. But land is expensive here in Southern California, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. Anyway, so I think that's about at least the minimum of how much it costs. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you can just like rent a spot and then just keep stacking on top. As in, like, you buy a spot that's big enough for a casket, and then you kind of, the next time someone else in the family die, you dig a deeper hole from there, and then you just pile. I don't think they bury caskets. Oh, not anymore. So everyone like, rich people can bury caskets. So at this point... normal people, you get a box. So at this point, everyone is cremated? Or do you think... Yeah, like, I don't know... Or is it, like, the the whole... I guess guess it depends if you want to retain the entire... Mm -hmm body or you just want to be cremated right Mm -hmm. like uh, not saying that like it's cremation but i do know like like my ancestors in france they're not in like whole caskets because there's not nearly that much room in there but there are like boxes for the individual people (laughs) oh okay okay i guess if land is cheap then you can essentially do what you want Mm -hmm. or if you're very rich then yeah that's the opposite of yeah. You solve the land is cheap part by having lots of money, so it becomes cheap to you. Yeah. So anyway, going back to how do you donate your body to science? Mm-hmm. Like The cheap option. The cheap option, which costs you no money mm-hmm. at all. And if there is a fee, I think in California specifically, like the government will refund you at the end, I believe. I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. But uh, pretty much you sign up with an institution of some sort. Mm-hmm. I mean... So you pick one first. You pick one first, and then you sort of do an application process with them, and then based on your conditions, if you have like, if you die from a disease that is like contagious, they might they might reject your body. But if you are, how per- time for that to be a rule? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, which is why all the COVID patients were cremated because mm-hmm. it's to stop the spread of the disease, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have a contagious disease, they will not accept your body. Mm-hmm. So you have to die of, like, normal stuff that isn't contagious. <laughs> I mean, like, old age or, like, a heart attack, you know. Accident. Yeah, something like that. And you go through this process, and then they will, I guess, like, say yes or no. And then afterwards, they just take you, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right? And Do you send it via FedEx or, like... <laughs> What's I think the, they'll, come, the they'll come. <laughs> they'll come to you. Uh, or they pick it up at the hospital, or I think, I think uh, the hospital will probably take care of it. Meaning, like the hospital will most likely send it to, like the facility, a, f- a specific facility that takes care and prep the body mm-hmm. because you can't just donate a fresh body, right? Yeah. So before that, like, you can also donate your organs as well. So Mm -hmm. after you die, there are two options, like, or 
both of those options are available at once. Like you can donate your your organs, so mm-hmm. any good you know tissue organs or like any organs that is kidneys, liver usable to help other people, then they could take that, and then the rest of your body will then go to like an a specific facility where they will treat your body. Mm-hmm. So the donating organs is for other living people to use. Yeah. And then the donating your body to science is directly for the study of the yeah. human anatomy. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, I guess, like, we, most people only think, oh, yeah, either donate your body or you donate your organs, but you can actually do both. Yeah. I think so. most people, when they assume that, like, you're donating your organs, they also probably assume. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. Like, we're not religious, so we yeah. don't have any... Uh, stigma with like anyone poking at our dead bodies mm-hmm. afterwards um, but I imagine a lot of people do so maybe donating your organs is the line that they will want to draw yeah because it's don't helping want. yeah and then well like the other ones are also helping which yeah is but we're... people don't think that way mm-hmm. you know like yeah. my I brought it up with my mom a while ago and she she's not comfortable with that idea because mm-hmm. she thinks of like oh you know being just like cut being cut up and things like that like you know, it's like you don't feel it, or at least we don't think so, mm-hmm. you know, because, but she doesn't think that way. Got but, it. You know, because she believes in a soul and all that, right? So, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. So they, it's a process. I, I don't even know how to pronounce the word, but pretty much they embalm you. That's mm-hmm. the term. Yep. Right. Pretty much. So essentially what they're doing is they're, they're going to pump your body. So it's not like lip balm where they just kind of take a <laughs> lip balm and like go no. all over, you know? No, it's wrong. So, so they they essentially, like if you, you've been in high school where you dissect stuff. Like things are like preserved in, what is it, uh, formaldehyde. Uh-huh. So it's like a type of chemicals that is preservative, right? Mm-hmm. So essentially is that, but there's a ton more. Mm-hmm. And the process is they will take your body and they will... Uh, Essentially, they need to drain your blood out, mm-hmm. right? So what they'll do is they'll find your biggest artery that they could pump you with these uh, chemical solution to pretty much essentially flush your system that way, you know, to get rid of the, all the blood, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, they either, there's like, I think they they find the artery that's either on your neck or on your, your leg, like your groin area, and mm-hmm. then they'll pump you with these solutions. And then they'll essentially just have it dispersed throughout your body and once that's done, you need to drain it because now you, the body is filled with stuff. So you drain it and, this, and they'll pretty much find a spot somewhere. <laughs> they'll, they'll plug, you know. They'll, they'll put a cork. They'll put a cork essentially. They'll, and then afterwards they'll plug up that hole and just like a little plastic hole, <laughs> you know. And then after that, the body is prepped and ready. And because of the chemical solution that they use, like, your body will turn sort of like an orange, like a yellowish color, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but like just the idea of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once that's done, the uh, that facility, it's like they have contracts with like educational institutions, mm-hmm. you know. So like any schools that want to be a part of it will sign up to receive a cadaver at mm-hmm. that point. And depending on the sort of like the contract, I would say, you don't get to keep the body. So I think the longest you you probably keep the body is about 10 years. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And then afterwards, you return the cadaver back to the institution or back to the facility that takes care of the body. And then afterwards, you get cremated. And then then you're at that point, your remains get or your ashes get uh, returned back to your family. Mm -hmm. So in the end, the family still gets it back, but after a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. After... I mean, the let's talk a little bit about the main benefit because, like, we can we can go into the details of like putting corks and stuff <laughs> and everything. But like, ultimately, this is to help advance medical science mm-hmm. um, and like, further how- our understanding of like how disease, how like not necessarily like pandemic diseases, but regular diseases, how they influence the body, why someone would die of something, mm-hmm. um, how, or how the anatomy works. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of very useful things that you can gain from hands-on experience, especially when you're training the next generation of surgeons and, mm-hmm. um, like, medical professionals, right? Yeah. So, it's, it's to all of our benefit that people that want to give their body to science exist mm-hmm. because it's not an automatic thing. Like yeah. if you, if you don't, if you don't specify, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so there is a rather ironically limited like quantity of people that are willing to do this. And therefore, I think it's because it's unknown. Mm-hmm. It's because people don't know about it because a lot of people would like to be cremated when they die, mm-hmm. but they don't know that like donating your body donating is an your body is an option because in the end you still get cremated. I mean, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. it's just delayed. That's mm-hmm. all. And in that process, you end up teaching or educating a bunch new doctors that are coming up, and that eventually is going to help you know the mm-hmm. future. Right? And not just doctors, but also researchers. Yeah, like, anybody. Like, you really give a new meaning to your post-life yeah. in a way, because, like, there are some, in- some individuals, like, their body parts have been pulling apart, like, so many times, but as, as a result of that, they were able to be studied by so many individuals and so many things were learned from, like, mm-hmm. just a single body. Yeah. You know? Um, so it it really is fascinating how useful it is um, when you, like, we can always dissect animals to learn about stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, animals are not humans. And we won't know about certain things unless yeah. you take a close, eye, close look at them, right? Mm-hmm. I once participated in the dissection of... The arm of an old woman. Oh, how nice. Mm-hmm. It was part of a seminar at UCSD about uh, hand surgery. Okay. And I learned that you never want to break any part of your hand. It's all like very delicate. There are little pulleys and it's like a mess to put back together. Um, so like from a, from a hand surgeon's point of view, uh, there's very little they can do to save your fingers once you like really mess up. So don't don't really mess up. Take good care of your fingers. Take good care of your body in general. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was that's like the closest I've come to to a de- like a human. Yeah, human rena- remains that are not just like at a funeral kind of thing. Yeah, I I've never been to a funeral. I mean, I tend to avoid it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and lucky enough in my life that I haven't had like to encounter that yet. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. 
So yeah, pretty lucky I say. But as you age, <laughs> it's unavoidable. It becomes more and more common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which is why we're kind of talking about it, you know, because like we're get we're like we're past thirty. We're we're starting to feel pain, you know. Mm-hmm. Things we are starting now. to break, <laughs> and it's like, well, might as well talk about it. That way, we're prepared if anything mm-hmm. were happen to us, you know. Yeah, and it's a good thing to also discuss because. Then if the worst happens, you're not necessarily burdening your family Mm -hmm. with um, extra responsibility that they may or may not be able to deal with. Right. Like, everyone's kind of in a hard time nowadays. The last thing you want to force upon them is, like, a heavy funeral cost. Yeah. That they may not be able to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's important to talk about it. Yeah. Um... So I think during this research, you found an alternative method of uh, <laughs> cremation. Of cremation, yeah. It... Because because during the pandemic, there was like so many cremations that it was causing like pollution. Was it? Yeah, they actually had to put a uh, put a hold on cre- at, uh, on cre- cremations in certain areas because it was putting so much smoke into the air. Oh wow! That yeah. they, like people weren't used to. Dealing with dead bodies at such a high, high rate. rate. Yeah. So uh, what are some alternatives to creation cremation that you found? Yeah, that that's really interesting. I didn't even know that was a, an issue that we <laughs> were facing. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy. Um, yeah, like when I was researching, I came across something called water cremation. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially you're being boiled. <laughs> you're being boiled with chemicals. Uh-huh. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, I I'm trying to like make it sound bad, but it's not. It it's supposedly very good for the environment because you're not putting a lot of these pollutants into the air, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea is um it's it's sort of like what is it? The alkaline solution. Yeah, it's it's like you're being treated with, uh, I guess, like a a chemical that will essentially break down mm-hmm. your body. Sodium hydroxide. Yeah, and, and but this this process no- happens naturally anyway. Mm-hmm. Like when you're bo- when you die, like your when body, you bury someone, this is what happens. Yeah, when you bury someone, this is what happens. Like your body will naturally decompose on its mm-hmm. own, right? But what this does is that it will speed up that process using chemical. So it will speed up the process of your body naturally breaking down with chemical, and what you're left with are uh, sort of like just waste water. Yeah, like the building, waste liquid. building blocks of life, basically. Yeah. And your bones. Mm-hmm. And then the wa- these uh, waste liquid will then just go down, you know, the sewer or whatever, however they treat waste liquid. And then it just gets, you know, treated and then clean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you don't have any extras to deal yeah. with. Yeah. And that is a better solution than just, like, throwing oxygen at it, which is the usual method of cremation. Uh-huh. Um, is just throwing oxygen at the problem. Yeah. And in that res- in that way, you end up making a bunch of compounds that are not great for the environment. Um, mm-hmm. So in this method, you do it the other way around. You still, I guess you're still throwing oxygen in the form of hydroxides um, at the problem, but it's it keeps it diluted, and therefore you end up with just a bunch of salts. 
Mm-hmm. So not as toxic to mm-hmm. the environment. And and a nice thing about this, or a benefit to this type of cremation is that often people with like uh, pacemakers or like you know body implants that can't be like treated like can't be broken down with heat so then with this you don't you don't care mm-hmm. you know the chemicals will take care of all of it you know plastic be gone yeah so interesting yeah that that that's cool well so. i look forward to in the distant distant future giving my own body to science mm-hmm. um hopefully i get to use it for some time before then <laughs> um but yeah if it can help like if it can help anyone really then that's more use than I'm getting out of it once I'm dead, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to decide right now, you know, if anyone's listening. Like, you don't have to decide, but at least learn about it. Mm-hmm. Learn about the options that you have. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? it's not... You're not just limited to burial or cremation is the yeah. point. There are quite a few options that are available, and this is a neat one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like the the idea of living is that like you work so hard your whole life is so that you can leave something behind when you pass right Mm -hmm. but sometimes you there's nothing to leave behind you know Mm -hmm. because of circumstances but or there's like yeah yeah i i think the idea is that like this way like you know, if you donate your body to science, it's a great way for you to leave something behind that could... That's very tangible. Ban- ...benefit others, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oftentimes a huge amount of people. Yeah. Millions of people. Mm-hmm. Cool! So, yeah. Let's do it! <laughs> Let's do it. So, hopefully we'll make it to episode 200 and we won't have be donating our bodies too early. Um... Yeah, the 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 channel that I, I watch all the time, like they're pretty awesome, and I'll leave a link in the description or whatever the show notes or whatever it's called, and like check them out. Like they're not sponsoring us or anything. It's just I'm fascinated by their work, mm-hmm. so I'm promoting it. Yay! <laughs> sharing sharing the cool stuff. Yeah, I mean it's a great way to learn about the human body, especially if you never got to take any of those classes in high school or college um you can you can add to your repertoire of knowledge and you can amaze and inform uh when you meet up with people and tell them about the cool things you learned about the human body yeah all right bye bye everyone <laughs>